0: Friday, May fifteenth, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, and I'm joined by Paul Hoynes, our Tribe beat writer. Paul, uh, uh, you know, great podcast on schedule here with uh, a special guest coming up. Carl Willis is going to join us. Can't wait to talk to him and basically run down the uh, the pitchers on the roster and and sort of uh, get his take on how things have been going throughout this this coronavirus um, suspension and uh the pandemic and then how things are gonna look when we get back to to playing ball. Yeah, it's uh you
1: know he's kind of a critical guy, obviously. And uh you know, I'm anxious to talk to him about kind of that three pitcher setup with three pitching coach setup with uh Carl and Ruben Niebla and Brian Sweeney. You know, it's kind of an, an unusual setup and uh, I'm just wondering uh you know how it worked out through the, through spring training one, Joe.
0: All right. Uh, the Indians under Carl Willis in 2018, when he came back to the organization, had the fourth lowest ERA in the American League. The third lowest in 2019. Uh, Carl has has two uh, has has coached um, four Cy Young winning pitchers: uh, CC Sabathia and Cliff Lee with the Indians uh, back when he was under Eric Wedge, and um, you know uh, Felix Hernandez and Rick Porcello. Uh, when he was in Seattle and Boston, uh, he he began coaching with the Indians in '97. Worked his way up from from you know short season Class A ball all the way to pitching coach at uh, at Triple uh, A. Uh, played nine years in the big leagues. Was on the World Series title teams with the Tigers in '84 and the Twins in '91. Uh, so it's uh, it's Lenny Barker Day in Cleveland, May fifteenth, the uh, the anniversary of Lenny Barker's perfect game. Uh, no better day to talk pitching than uh, than May fifteenth here in Cleveland. So looking forward to to getting with with Carl Willis here in a few seconds. Definitely,
1: Joe. He's he's Carl. You know, is knows pitching from you know like you said, he knows from it from the pitching from the bottom to the top. He's dealt with great pitchers, dealt with pitchers in the minors. He did a great job with uh, the staff last year in in a transition year with a lot of injuries, a lot of illness. They brought guys up, they assimilated into the big league uh, rotation and had some success.
0: All right, when we come back, we'll be joined by Indians pitching coach Carl Willis here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. And we're joined by Cleveland Indians pitching coach Carl Willis. Carl, great to talk to you. Where are you right now? Where are you, uh, you guys uh, quarantined, isolated right now? And, and how's it been going since the, uh, the order came down to, to stay at home? Well, Joe, I'm, uh, I'm home in North Carolina,
2: have been here since, uh, since March 14th. Actually, my wife and I left, uh, Goodyear left the Phoenix area on the 14th and, and got home. And, um, and actually we have been here every day since our only, uh, excursion, if you will, my, my son who joined us here at home, uh, March 18th, he's a senior in college, mm-hmm. um, Unfortunately, he'll be a senior in college next semester again, um, finishing up, but um, we had to move him out of his apartment. So obviously the university closed. He finished uh, this semester online, but we had to go down and, and get his stuff out of his apartment. So um, other than that, uh, occasionally delivering groceries to my mother. We have been homebound. Um, you know, after 34 years of marriage, found out we really can uh, live together peacefully. <laughs> That's I think a, a good of, thing. That's something,
0: at least one good thing came out of it. A lot <laughs> of people are finding that out, uh, you know, uh, throughout this, the, the course of this is that, uh, you know, it's not so bad staying home and, and hanging out with the, the your your opposite uh, or, or your your significant other, I guess, is, is the best way to put it. Uh, what kind of communication and what kind of, interaction have you had with the pitchers on, uh, uh, on the Indians roster uh, since you've been in North Carolina? And how is it – have there been any challenges in that, in that regard? Well, I think,
2: honestly, the biggest challenge is just making, you know, the adjustment and adapting to not being able to, to physically see them and, and be with them you know as as they're doing work and um you know some people compare it to the off season but um you know it's extremely different in the off season in that you know we had started we had gotten together we were starting to to reach a point where we were getting ready for the season and and um while we you know we don't want to lose all of the gains that we have made um and at the same time, it's not like the off season because in the off season you always have that date mm-hmm. that you're working towards, and and um, you know we really haven't had that you know specific date, so uh, that's been a challenge uh, in terms of the communication. Myself, uh, Brian Sweeney, Ruben Niebla, uh, we have been in consistent contact with the pitchers via phone, via text. We kind of mix it up. We've uh, got them all on the WhatsApp. Uh, application where we, uh, we share some videos and, um, you know, there's some banter back and forth on occasion. Um, we have had zoom calls with the entire group. We've had zoom calls with, you know, subgroups, um, you know, relievers, uh, certain group of relievers, certain group starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think uh, we have done the best we can do, or, or certainly have attempted to do the best we can do in, in communicating with the guys and um, and trying to to still lead them from afar, um, you know, to stay on the ready when uh, when this thing can hopefully one day kick back off.
1: Carl, I was wondering—I uh, never got to ask you this in spring training—but how how is the setup going with three pitching coaches, or how you know the first you know 19 games in spring training that you had? Because it's a little unusual, I think.
2: Well, you know what, Honji, it is. I think, um, you know, in my mind, it's really not new for us. Uh, you know, since I came back to the Indians in, in 2018, you know, it was myself. Um, Scott Atchison was the bullpen coach, and Brian Sweeney um, basically had the title. I, I, I don't know if his uh, title was assistant pitching coach. I don't know if we had a title for him, but but obviously the three of us, you know, worked in unison and, and worked together. Um, so I, I think the foundation, if nothing else, had been had been laid and, and it's nothing that really seems that different. I, I think it's um you know I think it's been seamless. It's worked very, very well. Obviously I've known Ruben for for many, many years. He's been his organization for many years. We've worked together, you know, in other uh, job titles. Uh, actually, I was in Columbus, and he was the pitching coordinator at the beginning of 2015. But I, I think that um, you know his uh, knowledge and familiarity with so many of the young guys that have come up through the system. Uh, you know, and 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 we didn't see him pitch, but Tristan McKenzie comes to mind. You know, first, but but some of the other relievers as well. Um, I, I just think you know it it, it has been something that. Um, has been helpful. Uh, he he brings a different uh, base of knowledge in terms of um, his familiarity with biomechanics. Um, so, you know, we all kind of have our areas and um, I'm kind of the designated leader into making sure it, it meshes. But um, I think it creates a situation where we don't miss as many things as we would if it was just one person. Yeah. Um, and, and, that's beneficial to the player, and that's what our job is.
0: Carl, with his, his, whatever this uh ends up looking like or, or, you know, turning out to be, uh, it's going to be different than it's ever been. It, it, you know, having a, a five-man rotation, a six-man, whatever kind of uh, situation you work with the rotation, uh, to have the situation you have right now with some young arms that are like ready to to just sort of be on the cusp of of being major league guys uh, to have that many options to be start in the starting rotation, I guess is, is is what I'm saying. Does that really help you guys put you in a better position? Not knowing what's what you're going to face in this uh, whatever 2020 season is going to turn out to be like. Well, I, I
2: certainly think so. I think this this the potential of this season uh, taking place. Um, you know, you always hear you never have enough pitching and, and your depth and your starting depth, particularly, and, you know, who's your sixth guy? Who's your seventh guy? Right. Um, I, I think, again, kind of feeding off, you know, previous comments, our our player development staff, which, you know, you go back to our scouting department, but the, the, the pitchers that they have identified, and, and, and we saw it last year when, you know, we had – uh, Zach Pleszak, um, Aaron Savali—you know, both those guys stepped in. Jeffrey Rodriguez stepping in, who we had acquired in a trade. So, um, I think the experience that those guys got last year is 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 going to be tremendous going into this season. And um, and it does—it gives us depth. Adam Plutko, who basically pitched a full season. Um, you know, I think he was a little tardy at the beginning of the season with a minor issue, but basically pitching his first full season in the major leagues. Um, so, you know, I think with the likelihood of some type of expanded roster situation, if nothing else early on, um, to to protect these starters and protect our, our pitching staff, I think it bodes very well for us. And certainly – I had much rather us be, you know, uh, a month and a half, two months into the season at this point as we were supposed to be. But, um, you know, things happen out of our control. And now, you know, we will be coming back with a healthy Carrasco, with a healthy Mike Clevenger. And, um, you know, that's certainly uh, beneficial as well. I wanted to Uh, ask
1: you about Clev. How's uh, he doing,
2: Carl? Cliff's doing great. Um, you know he he's a hundred percent. Actually, uh, he's throwing a bullpen today. I'll be speaking with him this afternoon. We were texting um, last night. <clears throat> so um, we have sent we have talked to all of our starters. Um, they all have their own calendars. Um, we've We've kind of put some goals in place uh, in hopes of getting them possibly to a certain point. you know once count cal- once the calendar flips to June, um, but, but Clev has no issues. He feels a hundred percent, I guess the only thing, you know, he hasn't been able to go out and, and practice is, is any type of PFP work or, or movements around the mound. But, um, you know, at this point in time, uh, nothing indicates that that's going to be an issue.
0: All right. You, Clev's a guy who relies on his athleticism in <laughs> you ways. You got to kind of assume that he, he'd be able to handle any sort of PFP stuff, uh, you know, pretty easily. It, yeah, well, you know
2: what? You hope so, but but again, you know, Joe, you can't take it for granted. If you remember last year, after his yeah. little hiccup with the with the back, and then the the first outing, and he rolled his ankle. You know, getting off the mound. I mean, those things um, they are. That's why we do them so often mm-hmm. in spring training because it has to become habit. And you know, hey, let's face it, that was a fluke more than anything else. But um, you know, we we want to see
0: it in person, and and I feel confident we will. You talk about athletic, mm-hmm. talk about athletic pitchers. Between Clevenger and Plesak, who's the most – who's the more athletic pitcher? you got Plesak who could be a tight end for uh, the, the Ball State football team.
2: So, I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't have it on my computer. I can't share it. It's on my phone. My phone's in the house. Um, he sent me a video last night, Plesak, um, uh after his throwing program yesterday, which he sent that as well. Uh, you know, he, he was on a – he was on a board – Mm-hmm. um you know with 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 a round tube in the middle so the board you know kind of like a seesaw if you will and they were throwing balls there was to a guy off. there was a guy 10 12 feet you know uh facing him and and he's flipping in balls mm-hmm. you know two at the same time one at a time you know and and Plezac is is catching those balls and throwing them back and staying balanced and you know no mean anything if I say I can't do it because I'm just <laughs> good to walk straight but I mean, you know, it's unbelievable what athletic ability he does have, and 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 I I think I know he did in high school, but you know, very well rounded, and uh, and it, and it and it certainly helps him when he's on the mound.
1: Carl, what what is does the loss of
2: a uh, class A do do for you? I mean, how does that affect you? Like this? Well, you know, it's disappointing, um, just because you know it, it's a power arm with a power cutter. I mean, it's. It, you know, obviously, check, you know, joining the bullpen in September, uh, I can't say, you know, it's something that we don't have or haven't had. But that that high velocity, um, you know, with that type of secondary pitch. Now, you know, Karinczak has that high velocity as well. And obviously, we've all seen his curveball. But I think, you know, we were really, really excited to see Class A, um, you know, help our bullpen to, to most likely be a part of he and Karen check, getting us to, you know, Brad hand and, and potentially, you know, they, they both have the potential to become a closer. So, um, you know, we have some depth. We, we have guys that were competing for spots in our pen. Um, I think at the end of the day, the biggest disappointment is that it's going to cost him. And now, you know, basically it's going to be a season of <laughs> development and pitching most likely at the major league level, to which, you know, he, he could potentially more quickly evolve into, you know, even a more uh, uh, high leverage role if, if we needed that. So, um, you know, I mean, things happen. I, I can't speak to exactly, you know, um, you know, what went on or, or, Um, you know, the, the result, obviously we know, um, but it's just a shame, you know, uh, on the flip side, he's a young kid. um, And um, I think we have a a lot to look forward to when he returns. Uh,
0: We're going to jump in and take one or two questions from our subtext readers who've submitted them online, knowing that we were going to talk to you today. Uh, Paul, what do we have for, uh, for Carl from our subtext uh, subscribers?
1: Carl uh, with, um, with Cookie uh, Carrasco and, you know, what he went through last year, are you taking additional precautions with him, uh, you know, just how, how, you know, how he goes into this season if,
2: if the season starts? Well, you know what? He, he came into spring training um, in a good place, and, and, you know, it's been his history that he has this little elbow uh, inflammation, discomfort um i think really the past four or five springs now um certainly this is the third year in a row uh, that i've been back i know he's had it, and then he had it prior to that so we didn't feel and when once we got the imaging back you know didn't feel there was anything more than than what it had been in the past and he was able to to recover from that um so you know right now he he's building up as a starter he was actually in cleveland for a um a long time up until about a week ago working with our, uh, training staff. And, um, he's gone back down to Florida, uh, for a little while. Uh, he simulated three innings, um, on Tuesday, I believe. Um, my days are mixed up because yeah. every day is the same. there's no game. Um, but I think it was Tuesday he simulated three innings. So, you know, he's up in terms of volume and, and, and where he's at physically, you know, with the with the rest of our starters, um, I, I don't know if the if the question is is alluding more to you know his risk having gone through what he went through and now with this particular virus. Um, I, I think Major League Baseball um, is is working hard, and 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 the hopes is they're going to cover every detail to where each and every individual is going to be. Um, you know, as safe and and free of risk as possible, and uh, I don't know that that would really because of their detail. I don't know that that would mean Carlos would have to do anything different than anyone else. I don't think so, but I know we'll certainly be careful and, and find out
0: answers to those questions. The first thing going to have to do is oh, I'm sorry. The first thing Cookie's going to have to do is cut that hair. Have you seen the the hairdo? Oh yeah.
2: I, I, well, no, no. I haven't seen the particular interview, but I just talked with him a couple of days ago. Yeah, I need a
0: haircut too. Well, Riccardo yeah. we're missing him. I, I think I'm the only one who doesn't. So, <laughs> yeah. go ahead, Paul. Do we have another uh, another question yeah. from us? Uh, this,
1: this is a question that must have, they must have seen you pitch, Carl. With oh the my, okay. Uh, uh, who would uh, this, this? This is a question. He goes, who would you rather face with the bases loaded in the ninth inning? with the game on the line and two out, Kirby Puckett or Kent
2: Herbeck? Right. Oh, 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 my. Well, it must – you know what? It must have been a Braves fan. I, I know this. Uh, you know, the the, the Braves in the game seven of 91 had the game on the line in the bottom of the 10th, and they chose to pitch to neither of those guys. They, they walked both Herbeck and Puckett um and and pitched to gene larkin uh, and 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 gino uh you know uh walked it off for us but, uh, game. yeah <laughs> yeah gosh darn uh i, I wouldn't i wouldn't want to face either of those guys um you know they were my teammates so <laughs> tell, that's Carl, a tell tough them, for them for me to answer First of all, I wouldn't have been in a game in that situation if I
0: was right there. <laughs> okay. Carl, tell him the answer is Kirk Gibson in 84, right?
2: <laughs> nah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks, Carl. All right. Well, uh, you know, I, it, another name I wanted to bring up, uh, just to mention, uh, you, you touched on Jeffrey Rodriguez earlier, and he was a guy who helped out last year in the starting rotation. Uh, is, is he – a starter for you guys in your mind or is he a, a long reliever? What's his what's his role? What's what's the potential here that, that he could he could bring to the to the club in, in 2020?
2: Well, you know what, I think it's it's a great um you know value to Jeffrey that, that that at this point in his career, you know, we do feel like he could do either. Um but certainly um first is 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 starting and he came to spring training uh, competing for a spot in starting rotation, um, you know, and 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 when we left, uh, he was still in that competition. Particularly with the fact that we were going to be starting the season without Carrasco and without Clevenger, um, you know, we we feel like um, he has the pitch repertoire to to be a starter. Um, you know, if you if you go look at his numbers, you know, this past spring training, you know. Uh, Anyone's going to look at the numbers to me and say, "Boy, he he really struggled." You know, he he had a a really uh, a couple of really strong outings, and he had a couple of outings that 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 really didn't go his way, and particularly one start that really really skewed the numbers. But you know, he he he's a strong kid that worked extremely hard this off season on his delivery. You know, making some some adjustments that no matter how minor they they aren't easy. Um, and we feel like he gives us uh, a starter that can go out and give us an opportunity to win a game. And, you know, in this unknown situation of what the rosters are going to look like and, and the limitations of the roster, he, he is also a guy that if he is not starting, you know, he could give us some length in the bullpen and and, and maybe even pitch a little more towards that six inning spot. So, uh, a lot of versatility there. Um but I think the future for Jeffrey most likely holds that that he will be a starter. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. Carl. Hot. What do you think of? How how do you help pitchers, you know, deal with this uh, new the new three batter rule?
2: Well, you know what, Horn-G, um that's a heck of a question. I mean, it's a tough one, and and you know, most of us who've been around the game for a while aren't you know huge fans of that that rule, uh, but we are rule followers. Um you know, really we did a lot of work this winter. Um, you know, our, our analytical group um, in Cleveland um trying to investigate, you know, Adam Simber and and just where would his stuff best play uh against left handers, similarly with Oliver Perez and right handers. And you know, you go back, Oliver had a heck of a year against right-handers and in 2018. Um, he kind of had the normal, um, you know, splits last year, but but we really tried to do a lot of analytical work um, to to help Adam uh, Simber and lead him uh, to have a better attack plan against left-handed hitters. And 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 I think that's really what's going to have to happen um, with left on left guys and you know, with the guys that are already quote unquote situational relievers. They're gonna have to find either the ability to develop another pitch or uh the area in which they can fill their mix a little better to to allow them to navigate those innings now and you know it 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 you know we all do feel like it takes strategy away i think, but um you know again it, it's a new rule we have to follow it, and um you know it's our job to help the guys you know, have success regardless of the handedness of the, of the hitter. The, 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 the thing is, a lot of times relievers are relievers because of the inability to, to, of the third pitch. And that third pitch sometimes is what gets that starter through without having to be concerned as much with left or right. So, you know, we, we just have to uh, – we have to develop.
0: <laughs> it's, um, it's May 15th. That means it's Lenny Barker Day in Cleveland, the anniversary of Lenny Barker's uh, – you know perfect game uh i, I want to talk about shane Bieber before we let you go uh shane Bieber had a, a 15 strikeout game last year this is a kid who you can see everything sort of trending and building towards him being you know one of the, those you know top of the line ace first guy uh in the rotation sort of pitchers uh cy young fourth place last year uh you know we've we've seen flashes of this from Bieber uh, over the last couple of seasons here. What's what's the the prediction for him this year?
2: All right, Joe. First of all, let's be honest. It, it is Lenny Barker Day. Lenny Barker did the work, but we know there's one guy out there that says it's Rick Manning Day. All right, <laughs> we know that. Um, with Biebs, uh I, I'll tell you what. For a young guy. Um, and you know i don 't know how much longer we can I can keep calling him a young guy, um, but you know his maturity and calm on the mound uh i, I think the most excited i 've honestly and the most uh emotional i 've ever seen beebs actually came in in the uh in the bottom of the eighth inning the day that he struck out the fifteen hitters and and threw a shutout against Baltimore when Tito and I were you know trying to take care of him. And obviously it was a heck of a, 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 a game he had going, but we didn't want him to throw over 120 pitches. And I think he was around 103 or four. And, you know, I, I Tito asked if I would go talk to him and see how important it was to him. And um, I found out it was really important to him, you know, that he, he wanted to go finish it. And, you know what, good for him. I mean, because – we really wanted him to as well. We just didn't want to put him in harm's way. Um, you know, you talk about athletes. He's another tremendous athlete. If you, you, you sit and watch the balance and body control that he has uh, throughout his delivery and, and when he's pitching, and it just allows him to command the baseball so well, and, and there are very few mistakes that are made on the plate. Um, I just think as he continues to learn uh, and and learn more about himself and and learn more about major league hitters, because he has the ability to to attack in different ways uh, with different shapes. Um, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet, but um, right now uh, he's certainly pretty good. We, we we like what we get every fifth day with
0: Shane Bieber. Uh, One hundred and seven pitches on that on that day. One hundred and seven for Bieber in that game. So. Uh... You know, you you did a pretty good job of protecting. <laughs> hey,
2: listen, if you think about that, I mean, if you you strike out fifteen and you only throw one hundred seven pitches,
0: you you're pounding the strikes off. So, you know, that, yeah, that was a heck of a day. That was a fun day. All right, uh, we we should wrap it up at least by by mentioning uh, Brad Hand. You know, your closer. Talk about him in closing. Uh, he went through sort of that that dead arm period last year, and, and Tito talked in spring training about. Sort of protecting him and, and and sort of building in protections for him like that, uh, you know, is is that something you guys have been planning around for when you guys come back?
2: Yeah, we we've talked about that and uh, and you know, I thought Brad did a really good job this year. So I remember spring training in 2018. You know, he he came in in his first few times on the mound, whether it be bullpens or live BP. I mean, you know, it, 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 he was on top of it, man. I mean, the ball was exploding out of his hand. I think this year he came in in a, in a good place. And he tried to pace himself a little bit to not, you know, um, you know, go quite uh, as much effort early on as last year. Um, I think we're just starting to get to the point of the spring where we're going to see the the finish uh, to the spring. And, and certainly, you know, in looking at the data, his slider was still his slider. Um, you know, below maybe down a tick. But again, you know, we hadn't gotten to the end. So. Uh, texting with Brad um, this week, um, he's been throwing bullpens. He's faced live hitters, or at least had hitters standing in. He feels strong. He feels he's ready to go. So, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, we're happy to have him. But certainly, um, you know, we're hoping to, to be able to protect him. I mean, hey, let's face it. You, you, try, to, you try to protect everyone. Uh, hard to turn, not turn the ball over to Brad Hannon in the ninth yeah. inning. Success he's had. So, um, you know, we feel like he'll be in a good spot and, and hey, I'm just, I'm just going to be really excited to see all of those guys. And, and I'm going to be really excited to see Brad hand getting the ball in the night.
1: All right, Carl. That's great,
0: man. Uh, yeah, you know, Carl, thanks so much for, for taking the time out. Obviously, uh, you know, I know it's you are busy and you've got meetings and you guys are getting ready. Uh, one last thought. Uh, is it going to be weird if they make you guys wear masks in the dugout uh, to, to try and be, be coaching and talking to Tito through a mask? Is that going to be weird? I, well, you know what? Yeah, it is. It's going to be weird.
2: I don't know. I know it's going to probably look strange. Um, you know, I don't know if you, I'm, you can't get full screen, but I, I, I talk with my hands. Everybody <laughs> tells me I talk on my hands. I'm sure I'll, that'll – hopefully that helps. You know, our staff. Um, we try to make things personal we really try to connect with the guys I think that's important Um, that may make that more difficult but at the end of the day um, when I think about it uh, you know I do think about the folks that you know have suffered with this infection um, you know been on a a ventilator or or whatever and um, you know it's a it's a small price it's a it's a minor discomfort to wear a mask and, and have the ability to – if I, hey, if i got to wear a mask to be in a major league dugout, then sign me up. I'll wear a Halloween mask. I'll wear any kind of mask you want. So um, we're going to do it right. We're going to do what we have to do to protect each other and the players and, and hopefully the fans uh, someday. But, um, you know, we just want to get back to baseball. Any concerns,
1: with you, Kyle, personal concerns about going back and, you know, kind of the exposure you might face?
2: No, I mean, you know, again, I, I think Major League Baseball and, and certainly I know the Indians uh, organization as well. I mean, they've done a tremendous job. They, what a job they did, you know, in spring training and at the end keeping us informed as to what was going to go on. Uh, so, look, again, you know, it's, it's following the rules. I mean, that's just it. having Having the discipline to follow the rules – um and be a good teammate you know that's what we're really talking about here so um you know i i don't have any concerns with it again i, I want to get back to the game and uh i want to do it safely obviously i think everyone does um but if we follow the rules i don't i don't think there should be an issue
0: cleveland indians pitching coach Carl uh thank you again for taking time out and, and joining us here on the podcast we'll, we'll look forward to the day when uh we can get in the park and and watch you guys work again uh, hopefully it's soon uh, and you know best of luck and stay safe all right guys you guys stay safe and uh, always good talking with you thanks. thanks a lot buddy all right take care